This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. The American government is waging psychological warfare on the American people. No, this is not a conspiracy theory. As the U.S. Army Psychological Operations Recruitment video notes, and I'm quoting here from the video, have you ever wondered who's pulling the strings? Anything we touch is a weapon. We can deceive, persuade, change, influence, inspire. We come in many forms. We are everywhere. End of quote. For years now, the government has been bombarding the citizenry with propaganda campaigns and psychological operations aimed at keeping us compliant, easily controlled, and supportive of the police state's various efforts abroad and domestically. The government is so confident in its Orwellian powers of manipulation that it's taken to bragging about them. Just recently, for example, the U.S. Army's 4th Psychological Operations Group, the branch of the military responsible for psychological warfare, released a recruiting video that touts its efforts to pull the strings, turn everything they touch into a weapon, be everywhere, deceive, persuade, change, influence, and inspire. This is the danger that lurks in plain sight. Of the many weapons in the government's vast arsenal, psychological warfare may be the most devastating in terms of the long-term consequences. Consider some of the ways in which the government continues to wage psychological warfare on a largely unsuspecting citizenry. By weaponizing surveillance, pre-crime, and pre-thought campaigns, Surveillance, digital stalking, and the data mining of the American people add up to a society in which there is little room for discretions, imperfections, or acts of independence. Add pre-kind programs into the mix, and you have the makings for a perfect dystopian nightmare. The government's war on crime has now veered into the realm of social media and technological entrapment, with government agents adopting fake social media identities, and AI-created profile pictures in order to surveil, target, and capture potential suspects. Weaponizing Digital Currency, Social Media Scores, and Censorship Tech giants working with the government have been meeting out their own version of social justice by way of digital tyranny and corporate censorship. Unfortunately, digital censorship is just the beginning. Digital currencies, which can be used as a tool for government surveillance of citizens and control over their financial transactions, combined with social media scores and surveillance capitalism, create a litmus test to determine who is worthy enough to be part of society and punish individuals for moral lapses and social transgressions, and reward them for adhering to government-sanctioned behavior. Weaponizing Compliance even the most well-intentioned government law program can be, or has been, perverted, corrupted, and used to advance illegitimate purposes once profit and power are added to the equation. The war on terror, the war on drugs, the war on COVID-19, the war on illegal immigration, asset forfeiture schemes, road safety schemes, school safety schemes, eminent domain. All of these programs started out as legitimate responses to pressing concerns and have since become weapons of compliance and control in the police state's hands. Weaponizing Entertainment For the past century, the Department of Defense's Entertainment Media Office has provided Hollywood with equipment, 
personnel, and technical expertise at taxpayer expense. In exchange, the military-industrial complex has gotten a starring role in such blockbusters as Top Gun and its rebooted sequel, Top Gun Maverick, which translates to free advertising for the Warhawks, recruitment of foot soldiers for the military empire, patriotic fervor by the taxpayers who have to foot the bill for the nation's endless wars, and Hollywood visionaries working to churn out dystopian thrillers that make the war machine appear relevant, heroic, and necessary. Weaponizing Behavioral Science and Nudging Apart from the overt dangers posed by a government that feels justified and empowered to spy on its people and use its ever-expanding arsenal of weapons and technology to monitor and control them, there's also the covert dangers associated with a government empowered to use these same technologies to influence behaviors en masse and control the populace. Increasingly, governments around the world, including in the United States, are relying on nudge units, quote-unquote, to steer citizens in the direction the powers that be want them to go while preserving the appearance of so-called free will. Weaponizing Fear and Paranoia The language of fear is spoken effectively by politicians on both sides of the aisle, spouted by the media pundits from their cable TV pulpits, marketed by corporations and codified into bureaucratic laws that do little to make our lives safer or more secure. Fear is the method most often used by politicians to increase the power of the government and control a populace, dividing the people into factions and persuading them to see each other as the enemy. Events of recent years, the civil unrest, the shootings, the bombings, the lockdowns, the color-coded alerts and threat assessments, the terror attacks, and so on and so on, have conspired to acclimate the populace to accept a police state willingly, even gratefully. Weaponizing Genetics Not only does fear grease the wheels of the transition to fascism by cultivating fearful, controlled, pacified, cowed citizens, but it also embeds itself into our very DNA so that we pass on our fear and compliance to our offspring. It's called epigenetic inheritance, the transmission through DNA of traumatic experiences. As the Washington Post reports, and I'm quoting here, studies on humans suggest that children and grandchildren may have felt the epigenetic impact of such traumatic events such as famine, the Holocaust, and September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks, unquote. Weaponizing the future. With greater frequency, the government has been issuing warnings about the dire need to prepare for the dystopian future that awaits us. For instance, the Pentagon training video, Megacities, Urban Future, The Emerging Complexity, predicts that by 2030, coincidentally the same year that society begins to achieve singularity with the metaverse, the military would be called on to use armed forces to solve future domestic political and social problems. What they're really talking about is martial law, packaged as a well-meaning and overriding concern for the nation's security. As I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War on the American People, and its fictional counterpart, The Eric Blair Diaries, the end goal of these mind control campaigns, packaged in the guise of the greater good, is to see how far the American people will allow the government to go in reshaping the country in the image of a totalitarian police state. The facts speak for themselves. Now you know. Time to resist. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. 
To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.